0: welcome to season four of community a podcast by Safe Source africa this season our canvas is painted by various arts and culture personalities whose stories highlight the link between generosity and the arts we would love to hear from you you can catch us every thursday on anchor or on the Safe Source website Welcome to this episode of Community, and today we are absolutely excited to be speaking to an amazing dancer, Tereka Kenneth Desire, who is going to tell us more about his, himself and what he does. Tereka, you're very welcome. Thank you. Who is Tereka Kenneth Desire?
1: Like you've heard, my name is Tereka Kenneth Desire. I'm passionate about choreography, dance, and the arts in general. I run a dance company, which is called Utah Dance Company. I've been there now 11 years, uh, which is a great milestone for us. But above all, I also do street theater. It's not very common here, but we do it. We have a team called Street Theater Performers Uganda. I also do a bit of writing here and uh, some some small snippets. Yeah. And then recently we started, we run a dance, a dance uh, festival which is called Unseen Dreams, an inclusive dance arts festival that gives opportunity to all people despite their challenges or the difficulties. And we normally work with people with different abilities. As long as you, you're soul and you're ready to share with us the platform. So we, we fight for inclusion uh, using arts.
0: Wow. Uh, yeah. So tell us more about Utah Dance Camp. Company, Unseen Dreams, what inspired you to start Unseen Dreams?
1: Well, about Utah Dance Company, started way back in 2000 two thousand and seven uh, as a contemporary outfit but one of the main reasons why we started we wanted to use art to change to change the minds of people like we wanted to use art as an advocacy so the way we started with it was going to schools and at that time we are more concentrated about HIV and AIDS so we that's we used the dance to like to portray a message about abstainence being faithful and that and then the more we went into theater we discovered that we can and do a lot more so you find most of our pieces that we created over time were pieces that have an inspiration to something about abortion about life in general politics like generally that affect the common person so the common the common things that affect us are the ones that inspired our art and then in uh, about six years ago as we uh, as as in a workshop as inspired to work with a, a team of people who we don't normally work with. These are people who have different challenges. Mm-hmm. And so we are training in inclusion. And so there's this particular young girl, she's called Olivia. Mm-hmm. And apparently she had lost her limbs and she had her face also get some damage. Mm-hmm. And so for her, her dream was, was to become a model yeah and the, but the interaction and then working them in the workshop helped me realize that ah this team of people have special abilities but they are not recognized and then to them because of their challenges they felt like their dreams were shattered so it in the process i went to their school to reach out to her, to continuously reach out to her as a person, but then I discovered their other friends, and when I introduced the idea of dance to them, they are very interested, and then I talked to their director, who was also interested, because they had never really seen something like that, Mm -hmm. and then when we started working the first week, it was very impressive, then someone told me, but it, it can't be inclusive if you only work with a particular kind of people who are only disabled. Mm-hmm. So as an artist I wanted to challenge myself to work with the type of people who people mm-hmm. think cannot be worked with. So the next week I went to butabika hospital and then there it was mm-hmm. also interesting so I kept pushing myself, then I went to the blind school, then the deaf school, mm-hmm. and then I discovered that these wonderful souls who have been left out. Because of their different challenges. So I talked to my team, and then we're like, why don't we start up something where we can all come together and mm. challenge ourselves? Mm. But then at the end of the day, also give hope. Mm. To the, to the performers. I think this is something we can use as artists, something good for community. We can use this as artists and then we give us. So the team was like, yeah, let's take on the challenge. So we started the festival. That's how we started the festival.
0: Which year did it start? I
1: think six years back. Six that years is back, okay. Yeah, so I think 20... Uh, this is 2021? <laughs> yeah. So, so six years back? It's like 2015,
0: I think. Yeah, okay.
1: 2015. Yes. Yeah, so that's how we started and we brought, I think the first time we worked with uh, six, five teams Mm. and then we discovered uh, we didn't want people to look at it as a disability festival, so we decided to work with all vulnerable groups that we think of. We brought in women. Mm. So so it started like that, but it's ab- above all the other interactions for us, how do we interact? Because mm. you find like most of the teams which were there, mm. you find if we are blind, we are cocooned in ourselves as blind mm. people. If we are normal, mm. we are cocooned in ourselves. So mm. we wanted to break those barriers mm. whereby we all come together and share the same common like same common, same common platform and we thought by using art it would be great because maybe if other people in community saw what we were doing they, maybe they could mirror what we are doing like mm. bring people together mm. so that's how we started the festival and it's been wonderful I think for me one of the best moments was a moment it, it was an interaction with, between three people, the old ladies And uh, all like they all had their own challenges. Mm -hmm. Like uh, they didn't want to talk about them and what. But when they came for the festival, they first came as an audience. Mm -hmm. Then they wanted to participate the next time. And Mm -hmm. their interaction, I think, one was uh, was a cancer survivor. Mm -hmm. The other was an HIV person, Mm -hmm. and then the other one was an acid survivor. And so they that interaction, in fact they even helped now. They looked beyond their challenges and they said, Oh, we all so they discovered that. Actually everyone in community has a different kind of challenge but mm. how do we come together above it all
0: wow yeah that is absolutely amazing you speak about breaking barriers using mm-hmm. dance to bring people together and to be inclusive and mindful of many community challenges which is uh, purely out of your generosity trying yeah. to use your your, your dance skills Mm. What is your earliest memory of generosity? I think
1: my earliest memory of generosity was when I was young. I was part of a, a fellowship, like mm. a Vakis fellowship, mm. as a senior for Vakis, and so, yes. I was given an opportunity to lead an mm. outreach department where I would go out on the streets, like where Vakis wanted to give something. So, for me, I was given that opportunity to lead that team. So, we'd go out on the streets and prisons and, mm-hmm. like, just giving, sharing what these young people had in their, from their families. Mm-hmm. Like So, that was inspiring. But also for me, because someone did good for me. Mm-hmm. As a young person, I lost my dad when I was still in my primary, primary three. Mm-hmm. And my mom, I think at that moment, she couldn't. Mm-hmm. and all my tuition and what. Mm-hmm. But the headmaster of the school that I was in uh, took care of all the school fields from my primary three to P7. Wow. Uh, yeah, so it actually was... I uh, had was a recent LC chairman, Mr. Amidu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amidu, yeah. Amidu. Suguga so, Amidu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, he supported my school, yeah. my first early school stages, wow. so I couldn't drop out. So mm-hmm. for me, it propelled me also to give what I could as a person, not having a lot but uh, giving what I can. So I started as a fellowship like where we used to go and give the small little things, maybe clothes to street kids. So when I developed in my art, I said I could also use my art, because also in my art, when I was learning dance, I I didn't pay. Mm, Someone told me, you can come and learn. So so when I got that opportunity, I wanted to also give it back, reflect it back. So when that opportunity came, (laughs) I also gave back because when we go to these schools, we literally, they literally, we they don't pay. Yeah. We use our transport. We use everything. Like even when they are to come here, we have to provide for them transport, food, and everything. Yeah. Uh, most people would think that is a service. Maybe the school, maybe the schools would, maybe. Be paying us financially, but you find mm. most of those schools don't have that budget and they can't afford it. Mm. But then also the interaction with the kids and the mm. people themselves mm. is enticing. Uh, mm. It's it's warm, mm. so it, it, it keeps pulling you back and mm. back and forth, and you want to push on harder and harder. Wow!
0: Yeah, that is very very inspiring and. Um Very, very touching, because you work with communities of people that people generally do not associate with in their everyday lives. What would you say are the testimonies of those uh, people who have participated? I know I watched the episode of Unseen Dreams last year, and it was very, very emotional seeing the joy and the excitement Mm. on the faces of all Mm -hmm. these uh, participants, most of whom were differently abled persons what in your experience would you you know highlight as some of their testimonies what do they say
1: i think for them it has been one of the remarkable very remarkable to an extent that they always look out for it But there's a time when we are doing the festival uh, for this uh, for, for the last year, mm-hmm. and like everyone was spread out there, not in one place. Mm-hmm. So, like, I called one of the Ash, uh, she told me, As long as it's unseen dreams, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes mm-hmm. because she was blind. Mm-hmm. And for her, she said she can move all the way from Iganga to here, wow. but it doesn't matter because she knows what it has. Uh, this is what she told me. I yeah, you know what Unseen Dreams has done for me, so I will do anything to come. Mm. So that for me that was very remarkable. Mm. And I also remember in the first stages, there's a young boy, but for him he got blind mm. initially. He was seeing initially and then he got blind. So I think that traumatized him. Mm. And so when we went to the school, he was always there was like hiding out, Mm. he he wasn't feeling, I think he had not yet accepted that challenge Mm -hmm. but when he came, when we started working, he came slowly and Mm. by the time he left the school he was one of the best performers Mm. who has ever come out. We have also had testimonies of people who are deaf. Mm. Who have now started other art things like because of the, the, the process like mm. what we started, mm. it gave them that oh actually we can do it we mm. can it gave them that that morale so you find that there are people who have started skits, singing mm. signage because mm. now uh, these are things we are not into it but then they started now to discover their own talents mm. and then do them for others. Others have been involved in projects. Mm. Like, you find there's a project, they need dancers, so you find like the arts industry has now yeah. picked out on them, but yeah. also it's changed the perspective of festivals here. Yeah. Yes. You find like at mm. least a festival wants to work with a team which has uh, differently abled performers mm. or artists, like, they they want to, in, to involve them. So, for mm. us, we feel like that is. Uh, a landmark. like That is one of the biggest opportunities. Even within Mm. the schools, like now they they look out, can we do something, like for functions, Mm -hmm. even when we are not there, Mm -hmm. like to generally teach them, but Mm -hmm. now because we opened up that door, like Mm -hmm. we showed them that you know what, actually your students can do this even better, a thousand times better. Mm -hmm. Now they look out to it and they say, okay, we have a parent's day, we want to do something. Mm -hmm. And you find students trying to do something. Last year there's a student who called me and he told me he is blind also. Mm. He had uh, he was singing, wanted to sing. I mm. uh, recently he called me uh, last year. He called me and told me, yeah, hey, the teacher Bisa. Uh, you called me last time. I had one song, but now I have mm. a full album. Wow. So that is very inspiring when you hear such uh, such voices coming yes. out. So we might not be with them like throughout, but mm. at least we have helped them to see that you know. You can go beyond mm-hmm. this, like you can go beyond this. Even when you go you find this someone singing somewhere like they have started their small like they've opened up, they've now embraced mm-hmm. the art themselves. And, so. and also the where parents used mm-hmm. to view them. Mm-hmm. Like when they came most parents when they come that is that my son? Like mm-hmm. is that my daughter? Like they didn't know they, that they can do this mm-hmm. even better. So now the parents even also got an awakening yes. mm-hmm. yeah. but also it was challenging for people who mm-hmm. come to view like if me I'm flexible I, I have everything mm-hmm. but what that person who probably has a different challenge mm-hmm. is doing I cannot do so it was a challenge so mm-hmm. you have people who come and say i ah, I think I need to go and rethink yeah. myself. So yeah. we also had those people who have come and they're like, "Hey, when I watched that show, man, I went back and thought about myself. I'm yes. like, I have everything, but I can't even do this. And I've seen one boy who doesn't have arms and they are doing this. Yeah. Like, how do they even do it? Yeah. So it has also been uh, a thingy for the For those people Mm. but also we have others who have gone on to become like uh, they're confident that they're now representing Mm teens actually we have a team which has even got involved uh, like a deaf team our Mm. deaf team has won two trophies Mm. so we have also those teams like they now they look for challenges Mm. they tell you where is the next challenge so they now they, they are no longer afraid of who they are they want to come out and really show that yeah you know we can do this even better mm-hmm.
0: yeah wow that is very very inspiring to see the um, to see the um, the levels of confidence and yeah. seeds that you have yeah. planted that have grown on to sprout and uh, create more and more opportunities yeah. for others what message would you give to fellow artists
1: ah uh, well the message is i think this is something they can embrace mm-hmm. Is something they can take home, and mm. I, thank, I thank some artists who have come out. Mm. I've seen Kenneth Mugabe involved in that video, I've, mm. I've seen some other artists who have mm. engaged them. Like when you see a song, and then in a the video, it is embracing. Mm. I think inclusion is the way to go because mm. above everything, we are mm. all human, yeah. and so we need to move together to build together and bring. What you can do, I can't do, yes. but when you support me, I can yes. even do better. or together we can move ahead higher. Wow. So I' would encourage all artists not to look and, and not to look and not to use. You know, because we have artists who use these, these people like maybe they have something and they just want to use them to demoralize like you already have more. and it has happened more in the comedy scene. Whereby you have someone who has a challenge, but then people use it for to maybe like a joke. Mm. They take it like for them it's a joke and they're playing that. But the person or the other people who are watching it, who have the same challenge, most times feel very demoralized. So as artists, I think we need to empower, like to get the best out of these uh, these teams of people, so that we can push them out there.
0: Wow. Mm. Thank you so much, Tereka kenneth Desire, for your amazing experience through dance and for the inclusion using dance and for breaking various barriers using dance. You're welcome. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Maybe one other thing is also as we create art, I think we should create art which also touches. So I I remember for me, one of the highlights of the pieces we did, I did a piece, is called... Entrapped. Mm. it's about abortion and what and for me i didn't know it would touch someone within mm. that society mm. but uh, one person came and told me hey you know what I was doing by and by you know this mm. this is my daughter actually you know why my daughter is alive today mm. is because of your piece of art like wow. when i come and watched it during by and by, like had uh, these emotions of trying to abort, but whenever I tried, I uh, was looking at that piece and it tormented me. Mm. So, it, uh, so I decided not to, and so for me that was well, is, is mm-hmm. the most beautiful thing I've ever got out of art.
0: Amazing, uh, yeah, art amazing. The, yeah. the power of us to communicate and change and change lives. Thank you so much, Terika, for sharing.